Hello and welcome to Free America. I'm your host, Nick Yaya, and this is the Free America Podcast. Today is Sunday, February 7th, and this is episode number 29. Wow, we are really rocking and rolling all the way on our way to 100 episodes. Very exciting times. Glad you could join us today. I've got a really exciting podcast lined up for you. I'm a little bit fired up right now. Just got another notice from YouTube that uh, we're going to get a strike. Well, we got a strike and we're on the verge of being canceled. And so that's going to be the topic off the top of the show today. Talking a little bit about that. We'll also be talking about holding them accountable for suppressing information and being held to account for their actions, which include murder, genocide, and treason against the people of the United States of America. So it's a pretty big allegation, some pretty big words there. So we'll unpack that in just a minute. But before we do, before we get into all this good stuff, I'd just like to invite you to visit our website, freeamericapodcast.com, where you can find all kinds of cool stuff up here, especially just in the in this top yellow bar. Um, you can find links to our social media as it stands. We have different ones right now. These are just showing links, but they go to uh, BitChute, they go to Rumble, they go to MeWe, and to Gab. So these are social media and alternate alternative video sites. You can link to them there. You can also link to them a little bit further down the page here. There's our guest for today. Um, so a little bit further down the page, here's our alternative video and social media. So we've got BitChute and Rumble here on the left. And on the right, we have Gab and MeWe. So these are the social media sites on the right. On the left are our, 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 our alternative video sites where you will be able to see this episode and other future episodes because they will no longer be on YouTube. Oh, I guess I popped. I I got ahead of myself there and answered the question, will we be on YouTube anymore? The answer, folks, unfortunately, is no. But back to business. If you like what we do here at Free America, you can always support us by clicking on this little link right here for PayPal or at the top of the page, back up on that yellow bar I just told you about, there's a way to do that also through patreon.com. And if you wanna get something in exchange for your money, visit our affiliates. So these are people that provide products and services that we think you could use. And when you do click on these little red buttons down here to learn more, it'll take you to their site. And if you do end up buying any of their products or services, we do get a commission. So that is one way for you to help Free America and help keep free America free and on the air and taking on all of these globalists and 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 people that just hate America and hate our freedom. I'll be I'm going to be really honest with you folks. I am beside myself with anger right now regarding what is going on with freedom of speech in the United States of America. Now, a lot of people will say, well, YouTube, they, they have a right, or Facebook has a right. It's a private forum. It's a private platform. They can censor anybody they want with speech that they don't agree with. Well, I disagree with that. They become the new public square. And as such, they have a responsibility to allow speech from all kinds of people. But apparently, some of the things that we talk about on this show are unacceptable to YouTube. Those have been predominantly the COVID-19 vaccine and the 2020 election fraud that occurred. Therefore, I said it. I said it. That's right, YouTube. So go ahead and the AI bot just pick that up. And I'm sure it's going to flag me for saying that, but it's going to get even worse with what I'm about to show you. So before we before we dive into these allegations uh, that I was talking about, let's kind of unpack what what it is that what is what is behind 
all of these things that I'm talking about. Okay, first let's let's look at a recent article from the New York Times. Okay, and and in this article, let me don't scroll it up to the top so you can see it. So this is a, a secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election, not stole. They saved it. They saved it from what? Oh, the oh, it's right. Evil Trump, orange man, bad. Okay, didn't save it from all the marauding bands of of thieves and and arsonists that have been destroying our city to the tune of two billion dollars over the last summer. No, no, no. Didn't save us from that. No, it saved us from orange man bad. Well, let's let's just look at something that they they really jumped out at me. Okay, in a way, Trump was right. There was a conspiracy. A conspiracy. Imagine that. It's not a theory. It is a conspiracy, folks. It's an actual thing. You can go and look it up. There was conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Wow. Both surprises, both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. So yeah, so we're talking about left-wing activists, people like Black Lives Matter, people like, well, I'll say it, Antifa. They are an organization. You can look them up. Go to RoseCityAntifa.org if you don't believe me. That's the, they're the oldest, and they're out of Portland, Oregon. But I'm just going to scroll down here really quick to um, another section where it actually inst- – um, where it says here that the inside – this is the inside story of the conspiracy to save the 2020 election based on access to the group's inner workings, never-before-seen documents, and interviews with dozens of those involved from across the political spectrum. And it goes on to say that that – the, the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told. Okay, so they're going to brag about their theft now because they know they've gotten away with it for now because they've got people like YouTube suppressing and silencing every voice that has come out with evidence showing that there was a theft in this election. Okay, the actual evidence, right? So they think they've gotten away with it, right? These participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told, even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together. That's a conspiracy. Behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws. Okay, so they illegally change laws. In, in these states, these states like Pennsylvania, they changed the voting laws to allow for ballots to come in after the deadline, for mail-in ballots to come in many days after the deadline, okay? But, but the legislature didn't do it. These people did, the secret cabal of people, right? Influence perceptions, all right, that's another thing. So we're talking about mainstream media. We're talking about social media. You're talking about platforms like YouTube. Influencing perceptions by deleting anything that is counter to the narrative and only keeping things that support the narrative, that orange man bad, and that um, we were trying to steal the election, that Trump was trying to steal the election. They steered media coverage and control of uh, the flow of information. So that's, I just covered that, okay? So they outright, they outright say it, that they were complicit. They've admitted their guilt now. All right. And anybody covering for them is also guilty. That includes you, YouTube. That includes you, YouTube person um, sitting there hovering with your button over the over the cursor, deciding whether or not to give me a strike. 
All right. Now I'm going to I'm going to introduce a little uh, some more information that's going to kind of build the case here. There's a video that just came out just the other day that was banned on YouTube, but it is available on BitChute and Rumble. It is um, it is a video that was produced and created by a person named Mike Lindell. Now Mike Lindell, if you don't know him, he's the inventor of MyPillow at MyPillow.com, and he's been quite a controversial subject over these last few months because he has been consulting with the president, well our president, President Trump over the last few months with regard to this election, but he also put together this, this documentary called Absolute Proof. Now, I'm gonna show you a little excerpt from this in which he discusses, uh, has a guest on that discusses what happened with packets of information going from our country, from all these districts, these voting districts, especially in these swing states and cities, going offshore into China and then returning and being, and, and with the vote manipulated, course in favor of Biden taking votes away from Trump. Well, here, we'll, we'll, we'll just listen. I'll let you see what I'm talking about. Well, everyone, this is the moment you've all... Uh-oh, wait a minute. I forgot. You're not going to be able to hear the audio on that. Okay. Um, we're not going to play that video right now. I don't have it lined up another way. I might bring it on a little bit later in the show when I have a different way to share that with you. But currently... Doing it this way, there is no audio, and I don't really want to take the time to pause and go and load it up on another uh, platform. Um, you know what? Hell with it. We're going to do it. I'm just going to cut and paste this, and we're going to pop it over into Google Chrome, which I hate using. Right now, the browser I like to use is Brave, and that's a browser you should all consider using because it's secure. They don't spy on you like Google does. All right. But the reason I'm, I have to use Google Chrome in this case is because I need to open up a tab so that we can, um, so that we can, well, show you this information, unfortunately. Okay, so, uh, boy, what is going on here? This is really weird. It just switched everything over in these tabs to Google Chrome. That is some scary stuff, folks. So Google Chrome just actually popped up on my desktop and took over from the Brave browser that I had open. This is really weird. Wow, okay. Well, here, let's go back to the video. Actually, no, I can't do it that way. You know what, to hell with it. We're gonna figure it out and bring it to you later on the show. I will also include a link to this video in the description section of this video, this this episode right here. And for our audio listeners, you will hear see it in the show notes portion of the description of this episode. So I will be sure to bring that to you. But getting back to our subject before we go on too long, um, I wanna I wanna kind of unpack my statement from earlier that that I am calling out YouTube, its parent company Google and its CEO Sundar Pichai for crimes against humanity, for murder, for being complicit in crimes against humanity, complicit in murder, complicit in genocide, and complicit in, in the biggest crime of all against the United States that anybody can commit is treason. So let's, let's just take a look at the definition of treason here real quick, folks, just so you can see what I mean by this, okay? Definition of treason, the betrayal of allegiance towards one's own country especially by committing hostile acts against it or aiding its enemies in committing such acts. Now, how is treason affect 
in effect here, you might ask. Well, Google, Sundar Pichai, and, and its sub-company YouTube are aiding and abetting the enemy by covering up the crime that they committed of stealing our election. All right. As I, as I was going to show you in the video, and as I explained, they used hacking techniques to switch the votes. So the fact that Google is, is and YouTube are complicit in covering up that crime makes them also an accessory to committing treason. All right. So you person who is watching this at YouTube right now, again, with your finger hovering over the button, deciding whether or not to give me a strike, you too can be held complicit in this crime. It's a serious allegation, treason. I hope you got a good lawyer because you can't claim that you were just following orders. You know, last, last group of people that tried to do that were the Nazis at the Nuremberg trials. Why don't you ask them how that turned out? Well, you can't because they were executed, all right? But they were following orders too. So you might wanna, you might wanna question what your boss is telling you. Question pretty much everything your boss is telling you based on not only the elections, but also with the vaccines. Now I've showed you ample evidence in previous episodes that have been suppressed. I can show you the emails from, from YouTube saying that you violated our community standards by posting information about, about the, the, the vaccine that does it, that contradicts the official narrative of the World Health Organization, okay? Now, the funny thing is, episode 22, in which I did, it was completely about COVID-19, the vaccine, and, and everything related to it. They, they initially sent me a warning and pulled the episode. Now, I wrote back to them. And I said, they said, you want to rebut? Yeah, absolutely, I do. And I said, you, by, by doing this, you are being complicit in, in potentially in murder and in genocide and crimes against humanity. And let me explain why. Because this vaccine is untested, all right? People right now are being used as guinea pigs. See, they've been trying to pass an mRNA vaccine for almost two decades now. They've been trying to cure the common cold, which is coronavirus, okay? Just another type of coronavirus by using mRNA vaccines. Every time they've gotten to the animal trials, the animal portion of the study, they give them the vaccine, they tolerate it. But then during what's called the challenge phase of the trial where they challenge the animal with a virus, the animals develop an autoimmune response and die. And it's happened every single time in every single trial with every other mRNA vaccine, except this one, the one that they're putting into the arms of people right now. They didn't do an animal trial. Think about that. Think about that. They're experimenting on human beings, which is also itself a violation of the Nuremberg Code. So back to Nuremberg Code, back to what happens to people that lie and, and point their fingers at their bosses at Nuremberg. Guess what's going to happen this time? Yeah, you're going to get executed. So cut it out. Quit suppressing this information. This is life and death. I don't think you people get it. I don't think you understand just how serious this is. You're going to be held to account for murder, for genocide. Do you get that? Do you even understand the gravity of the situation? I hope you do. 
I hope you quit your job today because you should stop working for such an evil company. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to calm down a little bit. We're going to bring on our guest for today. He too has been fighting for the civil rights of people here in the city of Los Angeles for several months now. He's a friend of mine, someone who I've joined on several of these adventures that we, that we go on to actually challenge the grocery stores and other, other retailers regarding our civil liberties, which they are denying us. But to discuss that a little bit more, I'll, I'll bring on our guest and I'll have him tell you all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ashley Jeffrey. Hi, Ash. What's going on? Oh, I just stood in a Rubik's Cube, buddy. Are we on? Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. You did that all in my intro of about 17 minutes. I think that's got to be a world record. Uh, it's been, it's been the quicker ones than that, way quicker. <laughs> so how you doing, man? What's going on? Good, man. Yeah. Living la vida loca, baby. Excellent. Good. Well, welcome to the show, man. I'm so excited to have you on. I know we've we've talked about this kind of stuff a lot, but just to get you on air and talk about it and put it on record is really, uh, is really going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it, man. So cool. thank you. Yeah. So how's your weekend, man? You have anything exciting happen this weekend? No, I was, I was thinking about the Super Bowl. I thought, nah, they're a bunch of sellouts, you know, they're all, uh, just don't even get me started. I mean, where do I begin? They're all political about everything and you know they, they're wearing the mask on the side of the field but they're not wearing the mask inside the field and you know how i feel about masks that do absolutely nothing anyway even if COVID was 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 real and they could it could provide a defense that the mask do not it's just such nonsense such virtue signaling nonsense so no i can't i can't be part of that yeah so i'm not i'm not gonna watch it although funny enough here's a fun fact uh i Funny enough, I know I'm, I'm friends with one of the, not close friends, but I'm friends with one of the the mothers of the one of the players in Kansas City. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. interesting. So it's yeah. like a couple of de couple of degrees of separation here, you know, between yeah, you. Yeah, and she's and a lovely, lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's that? I said it's a couple of degrees of separation between you and the virtue signaling players of the NFL. Oh, I had something like that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. That. Well, I was referring actually more specifically to what you might have done on Saturday. Did anything exciting happen on Saturday? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. We had, we had, bit by bit, my friend, we are taking back the power in this town. Uh, Los Angeles has just given its way to this deception and these evil forces for too long. You're talking decades of uh, a corrupt system, um, corrupt police. I do like, well, I don't, I don't ever like them. I don't mind the LA police, but they're just in a system that's so corrupt. The, 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 the legal system, you know, the, the judges, the, the courts, it's just all so corrupt, man. So, so anyways, um, specifically yesterday what we did, um, well, you were there. Uh, we went up to the Westwood Shopping Center. We challenged them. We what challenged them. I was there. We we went up there without a without a face diaper on, and uh, we challenged them. We said, "Okay, let's go. We know the law." Well, I've been studying a constitutional law with uh, a friend of mine. Well, he's a new friend of mine. I'd like to call him friend, but Rick Martin, constitutional lawyer, uh, unbelievable guy. He's. We'll talk about him in a second, but. Um, I'll be studying the law, constitutional law, off his website. 
uh, constitutionallawgroup.us. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, the bottom line is um, we knew what playbook these cops were going to play on. Well, first of all, first of all, we're in the shopping mall, right? How ridiculous is this? We're in a, a little oh, enclosed cool. area, right? And people over here, they can have no muzzle on, eating and drinking. And then you just go two feet that way. And then now they get all Nazi on you. Like, oh, you got to put a maxi pad on your face. Yeah. And, and people, like, people should know that this, this place is an outdoor facility. So it's not even enclosed. I mean, the stores themselves are enclosed, but the, the walkways and everything between it is all outdoor. And so according to even the LA County health recommendations yeah. that if you're outdoors and you're within six feet of people, you don't need to wear a face mask. No, exactly. I mean, this isn't science, brother. This is uh, politics. So anyways, we, we went up there to challenge that because uh, we were there a little bit ago and, uh, but we knew what playbook they were going to play by because we knew it was technically going to be nothing to do. Oh, first of all, let's go through the security. So security are there. They don't know any better. They're like, oh, you need to wear a mask or else you can't be in here. So nonsense. And uh, I just uh, brought it up. I said, oh, okay, by what authority? He said, oh, by, by Mega City. I said, oh, that's cool. Have you said, and I said, have you have you heard of the, you know, the uh, 1964 um, you know, Civil Rights Act? He said, no. I said, well, you guys aren't allowed to discriminate against people with by age, race, gender, you know, marital status, uh, a medical condition, and in my case, a religious uh, belief. And he just basically shut down. I said, look, this is discrimination if you don't let us have free, full free and equal access to the shopping mall. And it shut him down. He didn't know how to handle it. Of course, he right. called, called, called in for, for backup. He got, so, saw his manager. Uh, yeah. Not a bad fella, but he said, he said uh, look, we, we're caught between a rock and a hard place. You know, the health department's breathing down their neck. But I want to know there's so many people without a backbone in this town. Like he could stand up to that. The only reason he escalated it because he was getting a bit of heat from maybe one or two customers was so what, but he was saying from the health department, they could shut us down the whole mall. But my question is, him is, but at what cost, you know, what cost, when does it, when do you start thinking about people's liberties and, and is this the right thing to do to demand even work? These people are asleep, right? They're just in a cocoon, man. They're not just as asleep to what's going on. And, and like, for, a, like a mask does anything. Right. Come on, wake up, people. And maybe for our new viewers or listeners, we've covered on this show. Actually, <laughs> you can still find the episodes on BitChute and Rumble. Uh, we've covered on the show the efficacy of masks or actually the non-efficacy of masks and, and actually yeah. the harm that they could do to you by having to inhale your own CO2, by inhaling in the bacteria that comes out of your mouth, you get bacterial pneumonia. There's all kinds of harms that could come to you from wearing a face covering. And not to mention that if you have a medical condition that prevents you from wearing one, it's right there in the county mandate. And so so for them to say, well, the county's breathing down our neck, it's, it, it's bullshit, right? Because it's right there in the mandate. So... They, they don't have a leg to stand on. And I said to this guy, I said, I won't name his name. Should I name his name? Sure. Patrick. Okay. Um, I was talking to Patrick and he's, um, I said, look, Patrick, we know where this is going. Okay. We've got a group of people here. We're intelligent people. We're not dumbasses. 
we we know where this is going. You know, it's a slippery slope. They're, they're, they're forcing you to wear a mask. Or now we're compliant for max vaccines. Now we're compliant. Now the vaccines are mandatory. And by the way, obviously, uh, you know this as well. They're not vaccines. They're experimental treatments right. that have got no scientific basis. They're not. They're not, not going to prevent transmission. So what the hell are they? They're as good as useless. That's not a vaccine. Hello. I've yep. got more to say about that a little bit later. So remind me if I forget. Uh, something of, uh, of the year 1986, I believe, but remind me to do with vaccines. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, 1986. Yeah, but I was going to say, so I talked to Patrick, obviously no joy. He called the cops. He didn't need to call the police, okay? He, there was just no need. We, I said to him, look, some of us have medical exemptions. Me, I've got a religious exemption. You know, it's against my religion to do any, to put anything on or inside my body that I know is going to damage my health. And there's been much scientific evidence, medical data that says uh, wearing a mask is very bad for your health. Like you said, it causes bacterial pneumonia, fungal infections, uh, even on the surface, like a, a fungal rash, a rash on your face. Ugh. So it's like now, and even hypoxia, hypoxemia, you know, low, low oxygen in your blood, it could, you could die. Mm. So I'm like, no, that's a slow suicide. It's against my religion. So obviously he called the cops. Uh, we were waiting a long time. That was great because um, it was a relatively covert operation. Um, and yeah, the police came, but it took like 40 minutes to come. It was, it was amazing. And, and the, the moment I was there, they, they were there. I, I wasn't caught off guard because I knew the laws. I knew which playbook they were going to play from. And um, so when the, first, said, when the first cop got there, he was a sergeant, right? He was the, the senior lead officer. Yep, yep, Sergeant Ventura. Sergeant Ventura, right? So didn't he pull out his phone and read some kind of statement from the mayor? <laughs> you got a good memory. He did everything reading on his phone. And I thought, well, with all respect, you're probably a nice fella, but man, what a rookie. He was he's looking at his phone, reading the whole thing. And then I shouldn't really say this, but he, he, he even misquoted which uh, administrative code it was, even when he was reading it. He said 8.7, excuse me. Sergeant Ventura, it's a section 8.77B, what you're going for, which is the uh, punishment of uh, someone without a mask. Um, you know, it could be a fine or imprisonment potentially, uh, according to a uh, new um, Garcetti's emergency order, which right. uh, is is invalid. Yeah. Isn't valid. Yeah, violates the constitution. Um, so yeah, there was a, we, we we had an interesting chat. I said, look, uh, sir, I know all about that um that's you know there's no proof at all that masks work in fact there's a lot of evidence to say they do not work and they damage your health like we we're just talking about it causes bacteria pneumonia etc etc and i think really caught him off guard he didn't really know how to handle it so much just i guess he was expecting us to comply or or, or freak out at him like like we we're just gonna like uh be a be vigilantes but no we kept our call uh, yeah and you were there we all were sight we were very very polite and well-spoken right and uh, i said to him sir our intention today is commerce you know we already bought stuff we all bought lunch and i know what you're going to say too i said look you did mention the the penal code 602 uh, 602.1a trespass code right i said for a trespass to happen there needs to be damage to property or a big disturbance right so where is it 
This right. doesn't it, exist. And we weren't causing the disturbance. It was more no. security and the police that were causing the disturbance. No, and also if there's a previous uh, trespass order, well, you need a, an affidavit with a wet ink signature from a judge, uh, you know, the complaint letter of an affidavit and a warrant. So obviously he didn't have that. All he had was his phone and seven zombies behind him wondering if they're ever going to get home tonight to have dinner. <laughs> we, were, we were there for quite a quite a while. Oh, not that long. I, I exaggerate for effect, but uh, we were there a little while. I, I, yeah. Well, um, didn't, you know, didn't you read him? There's a document that the Constitutional Law Group has has on their website, and I and I. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll put a link to that website in our in your show description here. Yeah. People to go to. This is a great resource that you might want to look into if you're fighting a similar battle in your town. You can use these documents to back you up. And this one was, what was it called? It was the. Um, uh, it was the notice to arresting officer with a Miranda warning. Right. Okay. So, right. so the, the, Miranda, the Miranda warning is you, sir, have the right to remain silent. So you're really turning tables uh, on them. So uh, it had all kinds. Let, let me, why don't I just pull it up and read just a yeah. little bit? Yeah, yeah do it's it. A, it's a very juicy document. It's it's powerful. I mean, it's it was so powerful that it actually had him, it gave him pause and he actually had to turn and get on his phone and yeah. start talking to someone else above him regarding it. He did. So, he did. Yep. So it's a very powerful document. Do you, do you have it pulled up? Oh, one second. Um, no worries. Yeah, so, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, Notice great. the arresting officer with the, sorry, this, this might take just a minute or two. So it's full disclosure. Um, so notice, and this is after this is after he said, "Oh, if you, if you don't leave, you know, you're gonna, we're going to arrest you on trespass." Trespass, come on, come on, get it, get a lie, pull, pull it in, uh, pull it in, Ventura. You know, you you're out of your depth. Um, <laughs> so here's a notice to. He's just following orders, of course. Sure. Um, getting a lot of heat from probably Garcetti and uh, obviously the directors of the shopping mall, whatever. I don't care. You know, I'm sick. I'm like you, Nick. I'm sick of our uh, God-given rights being taken away from us. It's protected by the Constitution. Yeah. I mean, we're, and people should know that we're healthy yeah. people. We're, we don't pose a threat to anybody. And that asymptomatic carriers cannot spread it. There have been study yeah. after study after study that's been suppressed by big yeah. tech. Hello, YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, you know, people are freaked out for a bunch of nonsense. And I can show you videos of, of Fauci, of other health officials saying that asymptomatic carriers cannot spread viruses. And so it's complete BS. But anyway, but continue. So, oh, one thing I did, which I think was a great idea, I think Rick liked it, was I, I got him to admit on, you know, I was, everyone was filming, I got him under oath. I said, sir, is it true that you uh, pledge an oath? you know, to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of yeah. America. And he didn't answer it straight away. I guess no one has really asked him that. So I asked him again. I said, sir, it's a yes, no question. Please answer it. Uh, is it true that you uh, took an oath to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States? I got a yes out of them. Boom. That's all I needed to run with because that was my good opening. And then I was uh, from there, I was basically saying, you know, well, you know, our intention is commerce. I said, look, I know all about the trespass code and it's just, it's not valid. It's, uh, it's null and void. And it's, yeah. and, and I, I even quoted, I was pretty proud of myself, a little pat on the back, <laughs> but, um, 
because I, I did a lot of study, man. I did a lot of reading and research. And, and one thing I quoted was the Marbury versus Madison case of 1803. And get this, the older the case, the more weight it's got, the more power it's got. So the case of 1803, Marbury versus Madison, Judge John J. Marshall said, any law that is repugnant to the Constitution is no law, has no force of law, and can be ignored. Think well, about that. Yeah, that's Think about that. Powerful. That's a that's a great piece of information for people to have. People don't realize their rights are being squashed every single day by these uh, people who are uh, you know public servants and what have you, and elected officials who are violating their oath every single day. In fact, I was on the phone to Rick Martin today, the lawyer, funny guy. Also, we'll talk about him in a sec. But he was saying that back in the day, there those 50, 56 or people who were signing, creating that constitution, they all they they knew they were signing their own death warrant. Sure. A, a 13 out of the 50, let's just call it 56, 13 of them died of their own wounds. Um, half of them were forced back because they were, you know, against George, King George. They were like now they they upstaged them. So they, they got sent back to England, tortured. Um, so some of them died there. Other them, other 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 ones, like another ten or so, were maybe not ten. I don't know, but the exact numbers. But they, their houses were burnt down. They're 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 tortured and just all kinds of tyranny. And but they they saw and you know what? They all got most of them tortured, killed. You know, left penniless on the street. Right? Not one of them violated their oath. Hmm. And yet, and yet these turkeys of today and every single city pretty much in the u.s violating the oath of office every day we're, we're that far down we're that far removed from it unfortunately that it's just it got to a point where this is critical mass with this scandemic yeah you know it's it's provided the, the veneer has been lifted i i see the light now as it were Right. And as I say, in things, during things like this, if there's a silver lining to this, and that is what you just described, is that that, yeah. that people can actually see just what's going on and, and how our law enforcement yeah. operate with, with, with impunity with regard to violating our civil rights. And so the fact that, that you're standing up and others are standing up, I myself included, are doing so, and they're doing it around the country, around the world. There's a, yeah. There was a, watched a video earlier from Canada. These guys are up there. Guy reminds me a lot of Jason Lefkowitz, who, who I've had on the show as well. He, he was very, you know, he was kind of comical about it and, and very just animated and very well informed as well, such as yourself. So, you know, it's great that we've got these, these people out here who have, who have just come to the, come to the, you know, the rescue really of yeah. people's civil liberties and people don't, really don't understand exactly what's going we, on. We it's have not, to, Nick. This is, this is, this is war, dude. This is yeah. informational war. This is a, this is a communist attempted takeover. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can't let it happen. I mean, I mean, how many, how many, how many just weak-minded people in this town of Los Angeles? You can't think for themselves. I mean, probably all across the U.S., but LA seems to be one of the worst. Where they're just such. I said on Facebook, I, I banned myself from Facebook. I I got myself off it recently. I I, I closed it down. I, I deleted it. Yeah, along with Twitter and Instagram, I couldn't handle. I can't be a system, part good. of that system. Good for you. Um, yeah, I thought so. I don't miss it. But what I was going to say was, um, 
oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. What was it? Where was I going with that? Oh yeah, how how many? I said on Facebook, how many people? I said it with, the, with regards to COVID and the mask wearing and it just you know the six feet distancing and people being scaredy cats of each other. Like you're healthy, but I could catch something of you that you don't even know you've got, and it's right. so awkward. It's I said, I said, I said on Facebook, it just goes to show, man. It just goes to show how many subservient people there are in LA who love following rules. I got some backlash over it, but I, I got a lot of good comments on that too. Sure. Uh, well, hey, but we're digressing. Can we get, let's get into this Miranda warning? Yeah, do it. Um, so, so this is it. Got to a point where this officer was trying to get me to a back me in a corner. Are you refusing? Are you refusing not to leave um, this mall? And I wasn't playing that game, so I just ignored it. And I just read this. I said, notice to arresting officer with Miranda warning. Notice is hereby given the man or woman you have placed under arrest and have in your custody is working in the capacity of a civil rights investigator. He demands all its rights at all times. It does not waive any of his rights, including the right to personal time and property at any time. You are hereby noticed and warned that from the time you detain him or her, your actions have been scrutinized. Every illegal and or unlawful action you take will be documented for civil and criminal prosecution forthcoming under USC Title 18, Title 26, Title 28, and Title 42 of 1983 as to criminal prosecutions. After you have given your name, badge number, rank, and proof of agency, you shall have the right to remain silent. Anything you say from that point forward can and shall be used against you in the form of criminal affidavits and civil sanctions. You have the right to have counsel present during any interrogation or civil disclosure. And it goes on, I won't read it all because it's so wordy, but uh, I got to pretty much the end. And you know, these these guys, well, you were there, bro. These yeah. guys were dancing around like headless chickens. They didn't know what to do. Well, like, like Rick Martin says, they were dancing around like a chicken on a hot plate. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they were. And uh, so that was great. I thought, I guess this is working. I, I don't know to how de much degree it was working, but it was doing something. They they were not not into it. Um, we we were just standing up for our civil rights. And it got to a point though where you know back and forth, back and forth. These guys were just not really doing anything. They were putting their gloves on, their black gloves. I think that might have been scare tactic. I, I could be wrong about that. They, I don't think they were going to arrest us, although they might have. Mm -hmm. um, but it got to a point anyway where that wasn't necessary because um, uh, Louise came over and said, hey, Rick was on the phone. Rick was hearing every single word I was saying to to uh, Ventura. And he was saying, guys, get out of there. Yeah, we've got enough. These, these guys are... He said, we're going to leave them uh, penniless and on the street with their underwear on. <laughs> so the, <laughs> he's got a way of the words. He's a Texan gentleman, a great yeah. guy, awesome yeah. guy. Love that guy. He's got, I've got so much time for him. Uh, so he said that. So when, when, when someone like Rick Martin says that, you listen. So I, we, we got out of there. We said, okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you in court. Right. Well, yeah, and that was kind of my my response that they they actually tried to have me arrested right there. Well, detained, and there is a difference between arrested and detained. As we were leaving the facility, I stopped by Gelson's supermarket to get my parking validated. 
And they were following us the whole way down. And one of the security guards says to me, sir, you need to put on your mask. And I said, I have a medical condition. He says, you need to put it on anyway. And I, and I, so I put it on. And, I, and so I began to read him California Civil Code 51, which is also a very succinct and very to the point with regard to violation of my- It system. is, it is. And it tells you exactly what a public accommodation is too, which is what right. that place was. It wasn't private property yeah. as such. That's, and let's just hit on that really quick. Let's, let's digress to that is that, is that they will always and often and, and quite wrongly so refer to that as private property, but it is not, it is a private business. They're out of their goddamn mind, dude. <laughs> but it, I, and I heard it on the video in Canada, the cops are trying to say the same thing. And the guy like says, what, like, Hey man, like what, like one Falcon said to another Falcon, are you out of your Falcon mind? <laughs> So, so, uh, but people should know that, that any place of business is a public accommodation. So if they're open for business uh, to the public and people can come and go as they please with or without paying for entry, it's a public accommodation and therefore yeah. they're subject to civil codes and, and specifically California civil yeah. code, which means yeah. they cannot discriminate against people who have medical conditions or physical disabilities or sex or, or race or, you know, any kind of status. Yeah, well, look at this is the quality of LAPD we're getting these days. Yeah, That's scary. That's scary. They they're not trained, or they don't care, or they're just blatantly following these corrupt orders from the top. Well, and yeah. we've got to we've got to we've got to chop the head off the snake because Nick, we've got no choice, buddy. We we we're fighting for every little bit of freedom we got right now in well, Los Angeles. I mean, I, the awesome thing is when you go a little bit out of Los Angeles, you're golden. People don't really care about much like masks and. Up where I live, yeah. in Santa yeah. Cruz Valley. Yeah. but just to kind of wrap up what I was talking about, uh, as soon as I started citing all of that stuff, one of the <laughs> up and he says, he says, uh, turn around. I said, why? He says, because I'm going to detain you. And I said, under what grounds are you going to detain me? And he says, for trespassing. I said, I'm not trespassing according to trespass law. I'm here, since I'm here to conduct commerce, I'm not trespassing. And then he cited, well, section K. And at the, at the time I had read section K, but I wasn't, I, I didn't know it off the top of my head. I went, well, that's interesting. I don't know what section K is. I might have to look, to look up, look that up. Section K says that you have to go there with the intent to disturb or otherwise disrupt the business operations of that place. Which we weren't, which, which you, you weren't. Which I wasn't, right? So I did not go there with that intention. I went there with the intention to conduct commerce, right? So, uh, but I, I, I had to kind of, as my, my father would say, pick your battles. So I picked my battle and I chose to, to retreat. Um, yeah. the, the gentleman next to me, a guy named Tracy, uh, said, he said, Nick, let's get out of here. And he kind of gave me that, that little bit of, um, that pull I needed to get away from <laughs> Cause, yeah. cause he could have just, he could have detained me right there. He could have said, no, you're not going anywhere. He could have grabbed me and he could have thrown me in cuffs. And I said, you know what, officer, I'm just going to leave. And, and that was yeah. kind of, it was like, okay. And I dodged a bullet. I mean, I came within a hair's breadth of being put in handcuffs. Oh, well, you got a, you got a bit lucky because if that officer was being a real dick face or having a bad day or going through a divorce, yeah, you would have been taken downtown. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah. And you know, and they ended up following us all around the, the block, and then I and I had to kind of get permission to go back into the facility to get. Oh, that was amazing, man! I I love having a motorcade 
when they and it's, like pre, it's like presidential treatment, dude. I've never had that before. That was incredible. Security follows me all the way to my car and, and takes a photo of my license plate. And I then I roll down my window as I drive by him. I said, I'll see you in court. And he says, Brilliant. I'll be there. <laughs> so Brilliant. he might he might think it's funny now, but it's not going to be when when Rick Martin is taking his home and all of his personal belongings. Oh yeah. I mean, look, these guys are gonna get the comeuppances in a massive way, dude. Um, Rick was saying the courts are closed for a reason. They don't want us in there right now. It's sure. all by design. Come on, it's, come on, guys, wake up. Not not you, Nick. You, you're awesome, but, but people just wake up. Whoever's listening to this, or or whoever's out there, just you know, these just wake up and realize what's going on. It's just a corporate take, attempted corporate takeover. It's got this and nothing to do with the virus. It's all, it's all political. God damn it. it! It really, it really is. Um, it's you're right. It is by design. I mean, if you think about it, if you step back and put it into the context of trying to destroy the United States of America, one by destroying people's civil liberties, and then not giving them a venue in which yeah. to respond, right? That makes a yeah. lot of sense. Well, all of a sudden, we've just done away with well, we've done away with two of the legislative branch, two of the branches of government, one the legislative and two the judicial, right? And yeah. so all we're left with is the executive. So. If these guys are issuing edicts from the executive desk, they're unilaterally making laws, which is in violation of the Constitution, but they're doing it under emergency powers. Uh, yeah, which which which, which 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 I love Dr. Pam Popper. She's going after that bullshit emergency order. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're acting like dictators, right? And so yeah. and they're, they're essentially the kings of these little fiefdoms all over the country. The, you know, the governors and the mayors. Uh. They are, they are they are just the, the little Democrat, or excuse me, well, also Communist Party puppets, Chinese Communist Party puppets. Yes, sir, they are. They're never a true word said. Uh, so you know, I guess we got to take them down one one by one. We do, we do. And using, uh, we we just had on last week, our guest was talking about um, using affidavits to do Brilliant. that. And, and that's, I think, a brilliant way, a, le a brilliant legal strategy in which to hold these people to account for their violations against the Constitution. And oh, yeah. you, you, these guys have had it too good for too long. They're going to get a one-two knockout punch. Yeah. You know, people, these health director, health board of supervisors, health director, uh, Garcetti, Newsom, forget it, dude. It's all over for them. It's just a matter of time. It's a ticking time bomb. They're yeah. going to get theirs. I mean, Newsom, uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, going to get recalled. He's been no good for the state. Uh, Gas City's just a useless part. It remi reminds me of that line out of Full Metal Jacket. You seen it? Uh, several times, yeah. How tall are you, son? Ah, oh, five foot eight. I didn't know they could stack shit that high. <laughs> That's like Gas City. This is a big pile of sack of shit yeah. stacked on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't know they could stack it that high, man. I mean, Garcetti and, and Newsom. I mean, Newsom, he's obviously in bed with the Chinese. He sent them half a billion of our tax dollars in exchange for masks that we never got. So kind of wondering, <laughs> kind of wondering where that money went. It just kind of laundered through Chinese, the Chinese government put into his little secret bank account over there. You know, wow. it, maybe it gets funneled back to his winery somehow. Oh yeah, I heard. Did you hear that story? I, I heard off a friend that 
I don't know if it's true, but I would I think it probably is. But that uh, he some someone close to him, a brother-in-law or something, bought him a God gifted him a house, right? So he gifted him a house, like to, I don't know. Yes. You know, yes. And, and then he took out like a million dollars worth of equity out of that house straight away. Yeah, I I I read that, and actually there was a there was a a big news story on it, and it just all of a sudden went very silent. That was around <laughs> that, that, that uh, popped up, right? And and they he was busted. That it was actually the very beginnings of his the recall effort against him. I remember. Well, well, you know, I was at I was at I was at the dirty laundry, and I, you know, I, I was standing up, and I sat down. I sat down, and you know what? I I should have got back. I saw how many people there were at the dirty laundry. You know, I sh there was twelve people, twenty people. I should have stood up. And right. I should have gone out. And he's, right. he's talking to you like like you're a kindergarten kid. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but I thought I thought that was fun. Oh, oh, yeah, French laundry for those who aren't familiar, but I think that's our our little way of, of kind of chiding him is calling it dirty laundry. That's a good one. I like that. But, I always call it dirty laundry. But yeah, no, he's guilty of of campaign finance, guilty of illegal dealing and using his office for influence and all kinds of all kinds of felonies and stuff that that should and 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 land him in could and should land him in prison, and so. This ain't the end, baby. We're not going to forget yep. about. It. We're not going to forget about it, Gav. You know, not only are you going to get kicked out from office, but you're going to prison, bub. And and not your your little Aunt Nancy ain't going to save you. Yeah, yeah. I remember that Star. Remember that Star Wars when uh, Anakin Skywalker was going around there. Here's Anakin Skywalker. Right. You know, there's there's yeah. two headed ones. Go yeah. yes. <laughs> well, we're doing opposite. Sharing the night together, sharing the night, sharing the night together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, kind of back on 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 topic here, man. Um, what? Are Come the on, baby. Come on. Hit it with me, man. Hit it with me. Anything? Anything you want to know? The, 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 the theory of everything. The, what are the, uh, laws, the laws of the universe. The laws of the universe. What do you want from me, man? Right, right. No, like you know, what other kinds of activities are you taking place in? Uh, taking part in? Is that kind of the, what, like the thing at, at Dodger Stadium? You were there, right? Oh, uh, look, I'm an undercover brother, Nick. I, I, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Okay. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Even if I was that way, Clyde, you, you know, you're awesome, Nick. I, it, there's no way I'd do that. Um, this world needs you. Um, but what is it going to say? All kinds of stuff right now, trying to help out small businesses um, through trying to, trying to get, get in the information like, hey, you know, COVID's not that serious. You don't need to put a face diaper on your face. You just open up, open, open, stay open. The health department have got no authority over your business. It's unconstitutional. Even I discovered even if there was a real emergency situation, like let's say, I don't know, a, a big hurricane or a heaven forbid tidal wave or an earthquake, you still can open your business. Yeah. They still don't have the right to, I mean, you'd be an idiot to do it. You wouldn't do it, but you still have the right to go, I'm open for business with my barbershop or my restaurant or bar. So, you know, just stay open, keep open. You never have to shut down. I mean, it's obvious to me, especially now, you got bars like Basilico's, you know, Tinhorn Flats, Tinhorn Flats at Burbank, Basilico's over in Orange County, 
Oh, but you know, Basilico is one of my heroes. He never shut down. Yeah. And he, he didn't play ball with the whole social distancing and the wearing a muzzle. So he said, no, nah. he stood up to the man. He's still going. He, he, you know, this has been almost a year. So come on, he's not he's not getting shut down anytime ever. Because if you can get last a year with people trying to hound you to follow the bogus health mandates or whatever they are, then you're you're golden. Right. And you, you were saying to me that it's it's not the health department so much that is shutting businesses down. It is the businesses themselves. That's where it gets a bit dark. See, I, you, you can kind of see where it's going to go that, yeah, that, yeah, the health department knock on the door. They got a, they got a nice, nice little, nice, nice little clipboard. Oh, yeah. OK. Uh, yeah. Who's the owner of the business? You know, OK. OK. I see you. You're not complying with blah, 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 code, blah, blah, whatever scaring the bejesus out of them with fines but what they don't realize is the fines aren't going to stick no one's paying these fines or if you are you're an idiot they're, they're not sticking now, i've heard from a, just quite a few people that you have them uh, for, for trespassing for trying to disrupt yeah, the yeah exactly exactly now that is that that is a valid tres, trespass uh violation yeah so so there's that and also so so they're scaring the bejesus out of you finding you whatever 500 bucks a day which is a lot of money if you're doing it every day and and just threatening to shut down threatening their liquor license threatening their business license but they're this is how stupid it's getting there are lots of businesses open now uh, what's the date today 7th of february 2021 that uh, don't have their business license on the on the on the front of their store huh. And as far as your liquor license, I mean, I was talking to Rick today about licensing. Licensing is when you're doing something. Well, let me see. If he, licensing is when you do something shady. Like, oh, sorry, he said his words were licenses when you need something to do something. If you do a license is when you're doing something immoral. So why do you need a, a license to cut hair? Right. Why do you need to cut? Why do you need a license to serve a drink, a gin and tonic? He said, you don't. He said, well, what's tomorrow about cutting hair? Nothing. So, yeah. so you know, you're talking to a man who... It's who just doesn't a, have a, it, it, get this, get this. Rick Martin, you're talking about a guy who doesn't have a driver's license, got no number plates. In fact, on the back of his number plate, where it should be, it says, don't tread on me. Nice. And you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. Every time a cop pulls him over, they don't do it anymore. But every time a cop pulled him over... He's come out with a new sports car. Really? Like a, yeah, like a Porsche 911. You name it. He's um, he's done very well. Really? He knows what he's doing. He's he's done over thirty thousand hours studying constitutional law. He knows it. Knows it like that. Uh, and, and that's that's great. That's a, that's the kind of guy that we need in our corner. And I'm, I'm still. So we do. Well, we do. We do. He's on our corner now. He yeah. wants to sort of align up. He's given me the number to his. Maybe not executive assistant, but his helper or his, or his teammate. I don't know exactly what his title is, but he wants me to call her and this this align our team. So his team and our team mm -hmm. just align up and help each other because we've got to grow this. We've got to be safety in numbers and growing, growing. You know, David, David versus Goliath. Right now we're David, but let's go Goliath versus Goliath and flatten them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And a guy like that can. And I, I have a lot of faith in, in just looking at, at his website and some of the things yeah. that I've read from him. Exactly, exactly. He, he can do just that. And he can, I, I'm sure, I, I, I would like to reach out to him myself with regard to some of the cases that I'm pursuing on my own out here against against these corporate right. giants. Right. 
who are stomping all over my civil liberties and and their attorneys who think that that regulations or or guidance or or recommendations from the CDC actually count as law and and as as it can actually circumvent and and supersede the actual law, which is not the case. And I and I pointed that out to one of the attorneys and he never got back to me. So my question would be to Rick is Uh, my recourse now that I've I've proven them wrong and proven myself right. And so what do I do? Just walk back into the business and say, well, you guys, you guys, by, by not responding is a tacit agreement to my, to my, my last statement. And here I am. But you know, yeah, it was a good point. I, I was talking to him on the phone today, with him today at length. And the, the bottom line is he said, look, he doesn't want to go after the little guy, but he's saying, look, you're going to have to more or less, because I've got to learn their lesson too. Okay, that everyone's got to learn a lesson. He said, he said, it's obviously better to go after the corporations. I've got more money. He said, you don't want to go after the mom and pop stores. Right. But, but at the same time, he said, oh, just go right now, go after everybody. Well, here's the, here's the thing. This is kind of my theory on it, is that if we go after the big guys in several of these cases and set precedent, set legal precedent, and and you oh, by the way by the way sorry Nick for, for anyone who might be might be watching this um, in a place where masks are not really enforced what we're talking about is when you want to go into a business you know a 7-Eleven or a liquor store or a shopping mall without a muzzle on without a mask on and they they got these all kinds of ordinances and emergency orders where they 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 come at you and if if not the store owner sometimes the police is involved. Sorry, I just I just thought some it might be the odd person who might not. Well, yeah, people in Florida, for example, who aren't subjected to this, who yeah. are made to wear a muzzle. People, uh, think, thanks thanks to Governor Rick DeSantis out there, who is now actually taking on big tech as well, saying that oh, they really can't censor. Yeah, Google and YouTube can't. Oh, perfect. In his state, so that guy's that guy's like a hero. In fact, I like I like Rick DeSantis, but. But as I was saying, is that is that setting precedent with some of these larger corporations will then open up the door to say, look, look what happened. That's right. That's what Rick said. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to have this to happen to you. Okay. I've already won a lawsuit against this company. Do you want to be next? That's right. That's right. You want to destroy your 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 business here, sir. That's right. That's right. Because unless we do this, nothing's going to happen. They'll be scared. They'll be scared this way. Yeah. Now we've got to scare him back. That I'm, I'm, I'm not into scaring people as such, but it's you know it's, it's something we've got to do because they've been, you know, uh, barring like a sheep in the paddock, like scared of this way of the wolf. Oh, sorry, that's my original direction. But then now we've got to go scare him this way. I mean, look, if they, if they can't think for themselves, we, we're going to have to think for them. Right. And, uh, influence them somehow, you know. And, when, and I get it, and they, they are between a bit of a rock and a hard place, but they're going with the with the easy out and just say, well, health department, even though, even though. Yes, yes, I, yes, yes. Health department. Exactly. So, so it, it's really quite simple. I mean, if, if the health department to, were to arrive and try to cite them for some. Not, nothing would happen. Right. Because they would say, look, this person has a, a religious exemption. This other person has a medical exemption. So what are we talking about here? It says it in your own in your own code, your own guidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With 
medical conditions, religious, religious exemptions. I can't even say that word. I don't know why. Um, are, are exempt from wearing a mask. So this is it's 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 complete bullshit. And like like I said, they're taking the easy route out rather than stand up and actually do the right thing. They yeah. just are acquiescing to this bullshit law. Or not? It's not even a law. It's not even a law, dude. And like I was saying, uh, the administrative code 8.77b, the punishable side of that, uh, is is unenforceable. It's right. unenforceable. And even before you get to that, the um, the emergency order part from Garcetti, you know, two section 231i of the LA City Charter and 8.27 of the administrative code really only gives them power to you know um declare an emergency and to provide emergency services right. it really grants them a, a, you know related to those things so it doesn't give them power to say oh you've got to wear a red hat today oh you got to wear pink underwear today oh you've got to wear a mask today no it doesn't give them that power right and to find people for not doing that and or no. jail for not doing that no yeah. exactly and and going back to Go back to the point before about these health inspectors who go around trying to intimidate people. Well, yeah, end of the day, uh, they down the track, unfortunately, they might, hopefully not. I, I hope they don't. No, they probably won't, but they might get out of it just because end of the day, they'll say, oh, you, Mr. Business Owner, you, Mrs. Business Owner, you shut yourself down. Right. We, we didn't shut you down. Right. You did. We right. just provided, it was a guideline. It wasn't. We wouldn't tell you to shut that. Ah, oh, they're dirty, dirty, dirty bastards. Because yeah. they, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Like they've shut down people's power. Shut that. God knows how they got that power to shut off their power. But, um, or shut off people's water. That's just dirty. That that should never, ever happen. Yeah. The only person, that should just never happen. Power should be, power and water should be on or off. If you're right. in business, when it's they do on. It's on. on. They do that in communist countries. That's what they do. Oh boy, it's a communist takeover. Yeah, for people not attempted, attempted yeah. takeover. Right. If you don't, if you don't comply, right, you, we're going to take over your business by killing your business, and then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just the state will take it over. I'm sure at some point that's what they do in socialist and communist countries. Yeah. And so, so they can just pick favorites and choose who can do business and who can't. And then those who try to fight back against it, well, we're just going to shut off your power and shut off your water. Therefore, you won't be able to do business ever again. We'll pull your license. We'll scare you into compliance. We'll find you into oblivion. And all of what they're doing is completely illegal and highly uh, un-American and undemocratic. And yep, exactly. this is a republic, I should remind people. And, and how did we get to this? Let's remind people, if, well, some might not know, but let's remind people how we got to this by a, just a hack PCR test that just gives 90% false positives, it should have never been used to diagnose COVID-19. So the numbers have always been sky high, scaring people to death because, yeah, there have been people dying. People die every year. Like, what, what were you saying? Like a, couple, a couple of million people every year die in the U.S.? Right, a little, little, little over two million. Yeah, and, um, and obviously Johns Hopkins University came out with that study saying as many people died in 2020, as in 2019, as in 2018, as in 2017, and right. there's no significant difference. Well, the, so where's, the, your, where's, your, where's your pandemic? The pandemics and people have got inside people's heads. Yeah. They've, in, they've, they've really infiltrated people's heads, their psyche, they've worn them down, but they're not gonna 
fucking wear me down. I promise you that. Well, as I as I've also always said, this is the greatest piece of social engineering ever devised, especially the the part about the asymptomatic carrier. So mm. for, all of a sudden, and now you've demonized every other person on on the street. It's it's better than 9/11, you know, thinking that a terrorist is around every corner. Now everybody could be a potential biological. Oh man, you man, know? this is bullshit. I tell you what. Did you know I know someone, a, a buddy of mine, who's kind of on again, on again, off again girlfriend. She has a daughter. Her daughter's about twenty, I think, right? So her daughter's twenty, lives just down the street, okay. And they, they, they've seen each other now, but I was I saw them about uh, maybe this is called October, around October, somewhere around there. And she hadn't seen her. She hadn't given her a hug. Well, she's seen her, but they hadn't given each other a hug from whatever, March to October. That's it's, dark, man. That's dark when that happens. It really is. The psychological damage that this is going to have on people, like from this point forward, going forward. Think about the damages it's going to do to children whose brains are still developing. Yeah. Like, cutting off their oxygen supply. Oh. It's that's child abuse, and again, hey, these are crimes against humanity, and these people crimes, yeah. to account for their crimes. And I'm warning them right now. They're gonna have to yeah. walk, walk away, walk away, and denounce it. If you're working for YouTube or Google, or even if you're working for the state or federal government, you're complicit. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. They, these guys they can't get away with these crimes because, you know, especially little children. I, I feel really sorry for children, mostly children and, and the elderly because elderly, God bless them. They've been around this earth for a long time and they deserve to have a, just a lovely journey that their twilight years should be just golden for them and just lovely and peaceful and happy. And yet yeah. the, a lot of them have been killed off. Yes. To, 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 you know, the mayor of New York, Cuomo sending all those, elderly people from the hospital back into the nursing home god he should have been hung lined and quartered for doing that of course when these covid patients go back to the nursing home it's going to spread like wildfire you know how old, old folks are very social they're social creatures they crave it and we all do but especially elderly you know but, but frail and then and then on top of that sorry go ahead no, i was going to say their, their immune systems aren't really up to par they aren't up to battling no. they don't they don't no. absorb it's the same as as younger people do, younger adults, and, and yeah, exactly. The lack of nutrients really is what kills them. It makes yep. them susceptible to viruses and to exactly, the yeah. And, and then you got the children, like you said, the psychological damage of like, I reckon if any kid that's five, six, seven, eight, whatever, going to wear a muzzle, that's just going to derange you. you. We can't let that be our new normal. Well, no there's, way. How are you going to make friends? How are you going to interact with each other? Right. Well, and there's there's a big the big psychological aspect of it is that when when human brains develop, uh, when children develop, there's there's a part of it that relies upon looking at the expression on someone's face, so you can determine yes. happy yes. or fear. Exactly. Exactly. And they're they're completely missing that mm. in their developmental yep. stages. Yep. Exactly. So it's almost as if they're priming us to interact with robots who don't have facial expressions, who are just expressionless, you know, machines that that have no emotion or, or emotional intelligence. Oh and, boy, and you know, one of the one of the 
Yeah, and one of the darkest things they ever did was put this put put this the fear of God up for these little kids. Like little Johnny can't see his grandmother because he might go there, cough on her, get her sick, and she'll die. Right. Sheila, just a, Sheila Jewell said that in in a statement the other day. She says it's so sad that that the last thing that these people had up with these people, man, is that, is that they're from their grandparent or their parent is that they that they are responsible for killing them. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. This lady just didn't say that. I mean, what a, what an evil evil thing to say. Hey, you know it's funny, Nick. You know it's funny. You know it's funny. Half of these motherfuckers uh, look sickly. They look sickly. They're overweight. They look very sickly, like Barbara Ferrer, Sheila Cool. They look like sick puppies, and most of them don't have any kids anyway. They're just like dirty, dark, sickly-looking swamp creatures. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're in charge of our the biggest decisions of our health right now. I'm like, uh, wow, wow, no, no chance. While I'm while I'm still around, no chance. Yeah. Sorry. I can't I can't believe the, that these people have such power over us. And we we got to take it back. We're taking it back with these affidavits. We're taking it back yeah. by educating and informing people. And I want people to, to know that we were lied about when, when the LA Times and other news publications did a story about us. We went to Dodger Stadium about a week ago, and we were there to educate and inform people so that they would be able to make an informed consent when they were given the vaccine, right? So we were there That's to right. pamphlets. We were there to hand out flyers. We had QR codes that people could scan and take them to the studies to show them just exactly what it is that they are putting into their bodies and what the consequences could be. And when we approached the the opening, the, the, the gate, the LA Fire Department, I guess out of the, an abundance of caution, decided to close the gates. And we had no intention of, of stopping the vaccination from happening. And people people can do what they want with their own bodies, you know, and they're scared. Well, can, can, I, can I, Nick, can I do with what I want with my body? You can do whatever you want with your body. Oh, thanks, man. You're very kind. Thank you. Yeah, right. I don't I don't have authority to tell you what you can and cannot do with your body. And our biggest concern is that not only are these vaccines dangerous, but at some point they're going to become mandatory and not just by government. That that may or may oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to stop that then, Nick. That's why we're in this game. But it by by corporate fiat is is what is how it's going to be imposed. They're already looking at doing this for the airline industry. I mean, consider Consider this, that the, the, the CDC just came out with an edict saying that you, can, you can't travel without a mask. And if you do, there's a $1,500 fine and possible imprisonment. Who the hell is the CDC to make laws? They uh, can't They're not even a government organization. And, you know, here's a, here's a dark thing about CDC, too. I found out recently they're a for-profit company. Yeah. Can you yeah. believe that shit? Yeah, they're not these even guys, a- these, guys, these guys are for-profit. They're not even I'm a... Not, they're the last people, or one of the last people, I think, would or could or should be a for-profit company. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and a for-profit company shouldn't be making laws. No. And no. fining and putting people in jail. So this is wow. we are in some kind of crazy upside-down world. And so it's been part of our mission to educate and inform people. That's the reason I started this podcast and why I have people like you on to help yeah inform people but we're also taking action out there in the streets and i want to set the record straight is that we did not go to dodger stadium to shut it down no of and course we didn't of course we didn't no way and when we return there we're not going there to shut it down we're going there to educate and inform people that's yeah, all exactly 
Exactly. Understand that, not to vilify us, because it's very easy to vilify us. And and you know, it's funny. I had this conversation with my brother tonight. I, thank God I talked to him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. And I said to to, to Spence, I said to, to Spencer about our visit to Dodger Stadium. And I said, yeah, we just want to inform people and give them informed decision. We're not telling them what to do, but they don't know the they don't know the information. And here's the information. You make up an informed decision. I said to him, LA Times. Did a story and it's in fact a few and i said guess how much and i just think a wild guess of what percentage of that was true he said oh i don't know 20 percent, 10 percent." i said zero basically about zero pretty much i mean yeah i mean yeah, there uh, wasn't much it was in the name well, as close well. to it was, it was as close to zero as you get i might have one or two percent but come on that's zero really well, the only the only truth they told was the names of the people involved and the location you know and i asked him i said i said you know what? oh yeah well, i will give him that okay I, I said to him i said to the person who called me i said you know what people in our group have been getting death threats someone has been doxing us yeah. and i said i would appreciate it please do not include my last name in the article she says okay and sure enough they included my last name in the article but oh. it didn't give me a plug for the free america podcast so i was like eh, I'll, I'll take a death threat or two just to get my my podcast <laughs> promoted out there so i thank you la times i appreciate that but one thing i can't figure out why did this give us so much credence all we were doing we're just 40 50 kids i say kids i mean some are old some are young whatever we're all, we're all kids in my books but there's like 50 kids up there with just signs uh information information pamphlets about the the experimental treatment right mrna treatment and you know we're not harming anyone. We're not yahooing. We're not getting drunk and disorderly. We're not creating a fuss. We're not causing fights. Why did the LA Times glorify it so much? They took about four or five articles. They kept writing new articles about it. Yeah. Was it to scare us? What, what's, what's wrong with those guys? I mean, if anything, they're just giving us undue power. We, 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 well, we don't deserve that kind of power it's a double-edged sword sure on on the one hand what they're trying to do is vilify us and so they're trying to turn people against us and and trying to stop the movement from growing right on one hand but on the flip side of that coin is that they do give us visibility and people start to go hmm well why are these people out there protesting perhaps others others we, we might want to join them yeah so there's the flip side of that. So they are playing a dangerous game, but I think their their primary goal is to try to discredit us, try to vilify us, try to make us look like the bad guys. And so that and, and it gives people license really to yeah, to threaten us, to threaten us with death. They think, well, these people are are evil. They're trying to stop people from getting a life-saving treatment. You know, what kind of what kind of monster would do that? And so it gives them license to come after us. And, and, and that's dangerous, in my opinion. And, and the LA Times could be held liable for that. If someone does get hurt- Could be, could be. Of their promoting it that way, then they could be held liable for, for damages. And, yeah, I, and what's, what's funny is that, you know, we're not anti-vaccine as such. I mean, there's some great vaccines out there, right. which, which whatever, have been proven for, for five, for, for decades. So, you know, with German measles and all kinds of, of vaccines, um, maybe for hepatitis and stuff like that, you know, proven technologies yeah. that, that are actual vaccines. 
create a, an, an immune response. Whereas this stuff is just a big pile of junk. Right. It doesn't do what normal vaccines do. It shouldn't even be called a vaccine. It's, it's genetic yeah. therapy is what it is. And it turns your cells into manufacturing devices that, that crank out these spike proteins, which you may have a, an allergic reaction to it, but you yeah. have an autoimmune response to when a new virus is introduced into your system. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You're not telling people this. And, they're, they, and people are literally participating in an experiment, which is in violation of the Nuremberg Code. So, so man, we are facing this, this massive, massive battle. We are, we are fighting a battle on several fronts here. So we have the information war. We've got the war against our civil liberties. We've got the war against the extinction of humanity. Okay, that's probably the biggest one. I mean, <laughs> here, you know? So, so I'll people, see. I'll, I'll see you up in heaven, Nick. We'll, we'll have a drink up in heaven, buddy. It'll be, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. If I if I if I make it there. Um, wow. <laughs> I have a no, feeling you'll be there. You'll be there, buddy. I have a feeling I will. But but this is a this is a war we're fighting on multiple fronts, and we can't do it on our own. We need other people, people watching and listening to this. You need to stand up in your own communities and join with like-minded people and start fighting too, because we are yeah. fighting for the fate of humanity, not just for the fate of the United States of America, which is important to the world. I used to think that was just hyperbole, like, oh, America is, you know, the light on the hill, everybody looks towards, you know, that, of course, every yeah. country says that about themselves, but no, man, the more, the more I've learned and the more I've seen, dude, our, our form of government and the way that we do things in our constitution is sets the precedent for freedom in the world. And nobody has reached that point. Not they, In fact, they've retreated from it in countries like in France and Germany. Other European countries have retreated more towards a socialist model. They retreated away from the, the, the republic model, the federalist republic model is what we have here. Exactly. And, and, they, and so we are that beacon. And if we fall here, the world falls. And so we need to fight here as well as fight around the world for the safety and, and frankly, for the the um, the future of humanity. This really is what is at stake. This virus is 9.97 for survival rate. It's not the more, virus. No, more. It's, not, it's more like it's more like 99.991 or something ridiculous. So many famous. It's not the virus that's going to kill you, folks. It's, it's this damn vaccine this is mrna treatment well and also the physical the the psychological cycle you know the sewers people suiciding and drug sure. overdoses and yeah alcohol alcohol abuse and sure. heaven forbid um yeah just all these other things will, will might kill you but the the actual oh look, look look come on let's just be i don't distance i don't distance i don't put a muzzle on like today when i went for a nice run from from here where i live and and in Hollywood to Beverly Hills, wow! I just uh, the people sort of look at you funny. Whatever, yeah. you can you can you can move ten feet to the side if you want, love. That's okay. I'm not going to react. I, you I, can I, do what you want. You can look at me, give me the stink eye. I don't give a goddamn about that. I'm running. I don't distance. I don't. I don't put a muzzle on. Yeah. We got to get back to normality somehow because I said a while ago, about a month ago. Society just can't go on like this, man. It's psychologically sick. When you're walking along and some someone 
Uh, I did I did lose my call a little bit when I was I was running about a week or two ago. So I'm, I was running and this girl, but she just made it so obvious. She looked at me. I was like 50, you know, 30, 30 yards away. She knew I didn't have a, have a diaper on. And uh, and she just stopped, looked at me like, is he, is he going to put one on? No. So then she, she stood about, oh, God, God knows how far away, 10 feet or at least 10. To, I think I think it might have been 12 feet away, maybe more. She stood all, stood away and I ran and I ran past her. I said, you sure that's enough? Is that enough? Jesus. Is that enough room? And, uh, you know, and she, I shouldn't have said that, but well, you know, like, like I was saying, how are we supposed to interact with each other? How are we, you know, I like to say good morning, good afternoon yeah. to people. I don't, I'm not looking for a new best friend. I've got plenty of them, but uh, I, I like the interactions. It's just, hey, do, you know, I, I see you around sometimes, my neighbor walking your dog. Hey, how you doing, man? Whether I know your name or not. Hey, good. How are you? Yeah, good. And then you keep walking. Great. These little interactions are healthy. You might pet their dog or or something. Or but This is so psychologically deranged. Now no one even wants to look at each other, let alone talk to each other. So so they get the cafe, you're standing, oh, six feet apart because you might get the big bad COVID. Right. And then with their, with, they're looking down. See, that's that's the, that's the one of the worst things. You look down for a long period of time, you get depressed. Because you're accessing your feelings, like when you they, they cycle the psychology of it. When you look down to either side, left or right, uh, you're accessing your feelings. But you're going to actually be you're looking down, but you're going to be feeling mentally down very soon if you keep looking down. Hmm. It's when you and so when you look up, when you look left, right, say say midstream of your vision, you, now you're thinking more in terms of your your auditory system. But when you look up, up to the left, up to the right, or just up in general, now you're accessing your visual you know, cortex, your visual part of your brain. Okay. So, you know, so, so when you, when you, when you look down a lot, Oh, I couldn't do it. If I had to walk around with, with a cloth on my face for over five, 10 minutes, looking down, I'd go out and I'd lose my, I'd lose my shit. Yeah. I'd yeah. be a new person. You wouldn't want to know me. I'd be grumpy as hell. And I, it took me a little bit to figure it out, but then I'm going, Oh, Oh, because I've been looking down, mm -hmm. not, not engaging anyone, not even looking at them, well, that, and then and then looking down, and I've got this stupid thing on my face restricting my ear. That's got to be, you're right, and it's got to be one of the more nefarious aspects of this entire operation. It's not only just to socially destroy people, but psychologically destroy people. And, it, and you're right, it has had an impact. It's had an impact on me. You know, I haven't been able to exercise. I still can't go to my gym. They won't allow me in without a face mask. Um, I find myself. Nick, are you still a member? Yeah. Well, I put my membership on hold while I'm battling out with their corporate and their their legal team. Now, what you, I think what you need to do, buddy, is um, enough's enough. You need to go in there and start recording, get their first name, last name, you know, fill out an affidavit because just just say look guys you know you're violating my civil rights this yeah. is discrimination you, you, in fact i'd start off by 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 visiting them saying here here's a the civil rights act 1964 and video 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 yourself video yourself i've i've already actually done that just to oh, okay okay well well okay so therefore step two go in there with the with the affidavit say look guys you, you really leave me no choice 
you know, I've tried to tell you, I've tried, I've given you a chance, guys. Sorry, but yeah. you know, I might be seeing in court. You know, it's a criminal. It is a is a is a, a affidavit of complaint against you. You know, sorry, it's come to this, but you know, you leave me no choice. You haven't, you haven't taken it seriously. You've just, you just done what you wanted. You haven't thought about it. No, I think it's about time we, we, yeah. we just went after all of them. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, it's not, it's not a, damn it. It's not a money grab. I don't care about the money. I want my freedom back. If, yeah, if I, if I get some, some monetary compensation, great. It's not why I'm doing it. Well, I it, promise it, you that it's not why I'm doing it. I, I want to, I want to make money other ways. I don't want to make any money off a lawsuit. If it happens, it whatever, cool. And I'm not going to say no to money. But damn it, that's not that's not my driving force. No way. The money is a, no is, way. Money's just not. That's whatever, you know. The money is the way to communicate the idea. And yes, yes. It, right to enforce it so that they don't do it again. That's then there's yeah. the threat. Then there's the financial threat, and yeah. that that's why you know people don't speed on on freeways or on streets because they don't want to get a ticket because they don't want to pay the fine. You know, so there's, some, there's something financial to back it up. So people respond to that. Businesses will respond to that as well. And that's- Well, here's a, here's a funny thing about that, Nick. You talk about speeding and speeding fine. Oh, I've I, I got to get the info. I'll do it another day off Rick Martin. He was saying, it's all commerce. Yeah. When you've got a driver's license- You're operating in commerce. You're, you're operating, operating in commerce. Sorry, you're not operating so in commerce. You're, I need you're, you're not operating in commerce. You're, if you're a truck driver, you're operating yeah. in commerce. If you're not- you, you don't even need a driver license. Uh, no, you don't. He doesn't have one. On episode four, we talked about that with my guest Ronald Farnham, and you should oh, wow. check it out. It's really, it's really quite an enlightening episode. But, oh, I know, I know Ronald Farnham. Yeah. I know, how do you know him? From well, doing the same thing you used to do, which is doing a work as a background actor on set. Ah, uh, he's. I haven't talked to him in ages. We used to, yeah, we used to be on set sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then we used to. Funny enough, we used to do catering gigs together too. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice fella, nice fella. He's um, he's, yeah, he's, written, sorry, he's, he's written a book on that. He's written a book on on kind of the sovereignty aspect that you're talking about that Rick Martin is talking about, and in it, you know, we discuss not the, the need to not have a driver license. You don't need one because you're not operating in commerce. You're just a yeah. you're just an individual. You're a living soul who's who's utilizing the roads that you've paid for with your own taxes in your own vehicle. And they have they have no reason, no cause, or no authority to stop you and impede you from traveling on the road, which is actually a violent violation of your Fourth Amendment rights. So, we're, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but but <laughs> to show you that there's a lot that people don't know, and yeah. there's a well, lot. Here's the thing about Rick Martin; he doesn't pay taxes. Yeah. Wow. Brilliant. <laughs> I really got to sit down and talk to Rick. <laughs> he's a, he's a legend. In my books, he's an absolute legend. We're going to put a link to his website in here and perhaps people can glean some more of what he has to share. Now we're almost getting to the end here. We've got a few more minutes left. Do you have anything? Yeah, no, just, we're just getting started. Ah, we, we usually try to stick to around 90 minutes. So we'll have you, ah, cool, cool. you know, if you, you know, if, if you want to discuss some more stuff. Of course, but, of course. I'd love to be back. It's, it was, it's an honor to be on the show. Yeah, it, it truly was a pleasure having you as well, because I mean, you're so well informed and so it's so nice to have a conversation with somebody like you. Oh, thanks. Understands these things Thank so you. and and can help inform others, you know. So, so yeah, appreciate you coming on the show. Um, anything else you want to say before we go? Well, look, I mean, especially in some of these big cities, like these, we call them woke, 
a little pet name for his woke. These guys are woke. They're so far on the left. They're um, you know, they're into um, they 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 swallowed the blue pill. You know, they uh, COVID's big, bad, and real. Uh, they think that the vaccine's going to save them. They think that nothing's really wrong, and we got to wait for one or two years, and things things will be okay. Things will work out, and no, they won't. Not with no, no, they won't. Not without you standing up. So, so really, what would in these big cities like Los Angeles, New York City, um, some of the other woke cities, like I think um, uh, around Oregon, uh, you know, I think cities like Austin, Texas, although Texas in general is pretty good, they're they're a little bit more awake to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, these these woke woke cities, we, we just got to really fight. Well, I, I prefer the phrase "stand up" because for me, standing up means you're 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 representing it you 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 you're you're exercising your right to defend your rights you know whereas uh, i I don't necessarily like the word fight i do use the word fight like fight for your rights but uh you know it's like look i'm not i'm not i'm like rick martin you know i don't i i don't i don't know i don't look for a fight but uh, i'm not going to run away from it yeah so so anyways we gotta we gotta stand up as best we can against us it's really we're under medical tyranny it's, it's an information war just so i guess so i guess any advice for whoever's watching anything you read on the internet just take with a little bit of grain of salt look around more it's called due diligence you know and acknowledge your sources you know who's saying this stuff is is it you know just some junky website or what but at the end of the day you know have faith you know fear fear is the work of the devil you know, when you when you do your own research, your own gather your own knowledge and figure it out, you're in your own way with the help of your friends or whatever. You, you that gets that gives you confidence, which gives you the faith. You don't have to be afraid of anything. I mean, what about your, your big, beautiful, amazing immune system? You know, right. you can you can just fortify your immune system with amazing foods you know, full of zinc, you know, you get vitamin D. I'm a big proponent of garlic, ginger. You know, it's not that hard to get good health advice on the internet if, you, if you're looking around. Sure. You know, look at blogs, look at that. So just, you know, if you have faith, people need to have faith that, you know, your immune system will kick in at the end of the day. If, if you do enough research, you figure it out. It's really just a flu season, a relatively bad one, I suppose, but then nothing like we haven't seen before. Right. So, you know, but at the end of the day, just don't be afraid to stand up because fear is the, fear is the work of the devil. You know, if you, fear is just counterproductive. Just get educated, get yourself an education, get the knowledge you need to have the confidence to go henceforth because, you know, I, I didn't necessarily want to take the form of, of a leader, but there's a point in your life you get into just heed the call and go, okay, that this is enough's enough, enough medical tyranny, enough information war, and it's just enough bullshit, man. That's all I got to say about that. Stand up. Excellent. Be, be, be accountable. Great. Well said. And I, I agree with you 100%. So thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on the show. And again, we're going to have you back for sure, Max. I know we got a lot to talk about. So thanks for being out there for fighting for our rights and standing up to the man and, <laughs> and and being a hero really and a, and a champion for our, our rights and yeah so 
Yeah, we're gonna do the head thing anyway. I'll tell you what, I'll be doing that, buddy. When things work, it's work. Things work out. I'll be doing that. Something chronic. Sounds like fun, dude. Maybe I'll join you. All yeah, right, Alex, we can all do it together. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Thanks, bro. Uh, My pleasure. All right. Well, that was really a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed what we brought to you today. A little bit of information, a little bit of entertainment, as we always like to do. And of course, if you like what we do here at Free America, please, again, considering visiting our website, freeamerica.com, where you can find a freeamericapodcast.com. Let me get that right. I mean, that's really important that I tell you where my web address is. So go to freeamericapodcast.com, where you will find all kinds of goodies there. You will find this episode and others. You will find ways to listen to this podcast on different apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and Spotify. You will also find, and these are really important folks because we will no longer be on YouTube after this, you'll find links to BitChute and Rumble, our BitChute and Rumble channels. And you can also just go there, type in Free America Podcast, and we will pop up. But you also want to follow us on social media since we're no longer on Facebook at Gab or MeWe. That's M-E-W-E. Um, and of course, you can always support us by any clicking on any of these buttons, whether it's PayPal, whether it's it's affiliate marketing, using our affiliate marketing, or way up here at the top, if you click on more and there's contribute button, that'll take you to contrib uh, becoming a, a Patreon. And that's a way to contribute as well, where you can do either monthly or just one-time contribution. So again, uh, I'd like to thank our guest, Ashley, for coming on the show. It, again, it was it was such an honor and such a pleasure to have him on the show. And I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to the Free America podcast. So like I said, folks, you got to stick up for your rights or you're going to lose them. Stay free, America. Good night, everybody. <laughs>